right, so wisely, you're up. Okay, depending on see, we have we have a thing. Oh shit! All right, rolling eighteen here. Um, so does that right? Who's what? Uh, is the person that went after Fran uh, within five feet? And does that eighteen hit that person himself? Uh, eighteen hits. Um, we'll say that you can you can move to them. Okay. Um, to be okay. So. Uh, on the outburst from over in Fran's direction uh, you see uh, wisely he's got a whip and a flail and almost it looks like he hesitates to go for the flail mm-hmm. but then goes for a javelin on his back with a collapsible view it's all neat and stuff like a crazy adventure would have and he flings it. <laughs> hey, you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> he flings it. And uh, that is a 1d6. And it's a 6. All right. All right, so you, you kind of stab at him with the with the javelin. Yeah, it's kind of over, over Fran's shoulder. Yeah. Um, and it hits hits the thug in the shoulder, um, sliding between uh, his armor, um, drawing blood. And he kind of like yelps in surprise. Uh, these are guys who probably haven't fought or had a lot of resistance to any of their um, uh, tax collecting in the past. Um, all right, uh, Arathis is up. Well, Erethus. Erethus. Sorry, I said I'm going to botch it. I'm definitely. Erethus is literally just still staring at Darwin and does nothing. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hold your turn? I will hold, hold my. Yeah, okay. hold my action. All right. Um, Francisco. Uh, I think I'd like to shoot some people. Um, oh, here we go. I'm going to... Uh, are these guys all roughly looking the same? Yeah. Same, decked out the same and everything? Yeah. Then I am not going to shoot the one that put hands on my female companion. I'm going to shoot another one. Okay. Good choice. All right. 22. That hits. <laughs> He explodes. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to fire off another shot. Okay. Uh, can I shoot a different one or do I have to be on the same one? I think you can shoot whichever one you want. Yeah, I want to shoot another guy. Okay. Uh, neither of the ones that have already taken damage. Okay. 15. 15 hits. And nine damage. All right. Uh, so two uh, rapid fire uh, crossbow bolts come out. Um, in my mind, it's a it's a crossbow that has like a, a barrel on it, <laughs> kind of. Um, I think we could have some like steampunk 
and it's like cutting edge proprietary technology from Ack Inc. Um, nice. testing out on the on the road here. Um, so so two bolts fly out and uh, strike two of the the guys, um, catching them both by surprise. I will say that the the main guy, the guy who's been uh, talking, is the one who hasn't been damaged yet. Um, and so uh, Darwin, uh, you're up. Uh, a surprising amount of violence has broken out among around you, um, and you have uh, uh, Arathis just kind of. Um, Staring at you still, uh, and the barmaid <laughs> um, is uh, really upset behind the, the counter. We'll say behind the bar. What can I say? I, I just have one of those magnetic personalities. <laughs> um, but I will look at the one that is putting hands on Fran and uh, shoot a firebolt at them, and I got a. Dirty 20. That hits. All right. Roll a d10 here. For all of three fire damage. All right. It uh, uh, singes his armor, eats him up some. Uh, they definitely haven't seen magic <laughs> in, in a while, in a long time. Um, Probably should have taken that that uh, gauntlet on the table um, from wisely a little bit more, a little bit more seriously. Um, all right, Erethus. At this point, now that he sees this, mm-hmm. like firebolt, like so mm-hmm. in my eyes, like literally went like right in front of him because he was yep. staring at Darwin. So he's like, his eyes follow the firebolt like to the target, and he's like amazed. Like this is the coolest thing he's seen in such a long time. Like he's heard of, like he knows he has spells, but he's never seen like cool stuff, you know. So he's like awesome. With his bonus action, um, we're going to cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. So basically, with that, um, he moves like the wind. So he can just move as fast as possible anywhere with no. Uh, they can't have an attack of opportunity against him. Okay. So he basically charges him. And he will take one of his short swords and let's uh, see what transpire with that. Oh my god. Actions, short sword. Um, it is a 23. That hits. And so, first off, we do 1d6 plus 4. That's a f- 8. Plus, because he has Zephyr Strike, he adds another D8 to that. Uh, That's another 7, so for 15 damage. All right. Then after that, um, he he just moves back. So basically, like, you know, like, slices at him and then, like, steps back a little bit. Okay. Uh, that guy has taken a beating, um, but is still still on his feet somehow. Uh, all right, so uh, you're in that order now um, in, the, in the initiative, um, Fran. So I still still grappling with that guy, or did he get pushed pushed away? 
Uh, we'll say between the uh, uh, all the the violence, <laughs> he's been attacked now by three people. Um, we'll say that was enough to to break any any. Okay. Okay. Um. Fran will hold her action, um, but if someone tries, if if someone again tries to uh, hit her with uh, melee attack, then she'll uh, respond with uh, with by casting shield, which gives me uh, point five, gives me plus five to my AC. So. Fran's still playing the oh goodness, what is happening? This so much violence. Oh dear. Oh dear oh dear. Is what she says actually. <laughs> oh dear oh dear. Uh mm-hmm. holding action, gonna cast uh gonna cast shield upon being attacked further. Uh okay. Uh I don't think you have to worry. Um, because the, uh, because Fran doesn't fight back against her attacker, um, and everybody else at the table, uh, basically has, uh, these guys are going to go after them and, and leave, uh, Fran out of this. She is not a threat, um, as far as they're concerned. Um, so the, uh, (laughs) but she has a little glint in her eye. Yeah, just eye. She only has one eye, so her eye has a little like perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, so Arathis is behind the guy who who has been attacked the most, right? Once he he nightcrawled over there, right, Carlos? Sir. Okay, so he he's so that guy can't see him. So I guess he would he would go for Francisco. So we'll start there. Um. He <laughs> rolls a one. Long bitch. Oh my god! I gotta start lying about these rolls. Uh, the the honesty of the party is ruining my DMing skills. Uh, so he he takes a a stab down um, and misses, and his um, the table is so flimsy that his knife goes right through it, um, and it is, it's stuck there. And he's kind of like now face to face with the crossbow, <laughs> so uh, you get advantage on that attack if he um, is still alive when it gets there. Uh, the The main guy um, who's been talking, uh, he would go after wisely um, to prove a point. I think he he did not appreciate uh, trying to to have his his uh, his con game. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to clarify anything like the clarification attempt there? Uh, he rolled a 14. Okay. Wisely has an 18 armor class. All right. Uh, so that his dagger shot um, glances off you. Um, the other two guys who both got hit by the crossbow um, will say uh, one will go after Darwin and one will turn and go after uh, Arathis. So everybody's got everybody's got somebody. Uh, and Darwin, a nine to hit. I'm guessing that's no. And on Arathis, a seven to hit. That dice is out of here. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. 
<laughs> that is the fastest I've ever had to expel somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're fired. Um, <laughs> so all of the thugs, uh, after getting pretty much destroyed in the first round against them, had a chance to retaliate. All of them looked like fools. Um, and we are back up now to to Wisely. Okay. Um, so, uh, Wisely noticed the dagger plants off of him. And, and, uh, uh, st- is he within five feet still? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so, all right. Let me, let me do this newfangled D&D Beyond thing. We're going to go back to Jasmine. This. Now, hit this button. Okay, dirty 20 to hit. That hits. All right, so we're back to the javelin. We got the 1d6. Four. Four damage. Okay. Um, and it's like, it's just these, like, these just angry jabs with the javelin. It's like, Shouldn't have lied. Shouldn't have lied. Just, ah. Shouldn't have lied. Shouldn't have lied. Um, yeah, and so the response to that, if you remember, uh, Griff will know this reference, the rest of you may not, but if you remember in Dr. Horrible, <laughs> when, when Captain Hammer experiences pain for the first time, <laughs> uh, is very much what happens to this guy. Um, it's It's... It's, yeah, it's it's Captain Hammer. It's it's a little bit of Super Dave in there. Um, he is overselling, overreacting this. Uh, you may have just dropped a, a nuclear warhead on him. He's like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> He's like trying not to tear up. Um, he is like waving at his face, like I just did, like fanning his face, um, trying to like, maintain his composure. Um, but he's like he's I meant to to kind of refresh my memory on the on the various gods, but he's like calling out to every every god in the pantheon to save him now. Uh this this is he's hurting for certain. Um after that one. Uh Francisco, you have advantage um <laughs> with a guy inches away from your crossbow, um, who's very badly injured. Yeah, I'd very badly like to uh, shoot him in the face again. <laughs> uh, first roll on that is a 19. Mm-hmm. No, 21. Yeah, uh, they both hit. The crossbow makes like a shotgun like <laughs> sound. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why. It's just part of this new tech. Nice. <laughs> uh, so we have nine points of damage on him. And I want to use my bonus action and fire off another one. Okay. Is he still breathing? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for... Um, I don't really care who I... If it's somebody else. <laughs> <Take your pick. laughs> I don't really care. Let's do the violence. Yeah, <laughs> I was I'm just going to shoot somebody. Francisco uh, is tired of all the... Oh. Woke up and chose violence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Fran notices. Uh, and the guy that was talking. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so the the one guy uh, uh, 
opens his mouth to, to interject and the and the bolt goes um right through his neck. Um and he like dies with like that finger up in the air. Um point. And then you turn on the on the other guy um who is engaged with wisely now and yeah. uh can I safely hit, hit him? Yeah, yep, you can hit him. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Uh to hit, yeah, that hits. Or is that damage? Uh, that's to hit. I wish it was damage. Damage is fine. Yeah, that's a hell of a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> what was the damage? Five. Five. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it uh, it hits him in the like right above his elbow, <laughs> and he's like, "Son of a ah! <laughs> right in my funny bone." <laughs> ah! This hurts. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and he's like fully crying now. Um, hasn't hasn't disengaged <laughs> at all. Um, uh, Darwin. Um. So there's the person attacking me. Yep. There's a person on on Arathus uh, and a Arathus and a uh, person on Wisely. Wisely. Yep. Okay. Um, the person on Fran is dead, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will use what the heck magic missile. Oh boy! And uh, send go off every time magic missile gets used. What's that? We should have an air horn. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I'll send one dart to each of the targets. Okay. All right. So the one near me got four force damage. Okay. The one against Wisely got uh, two force damage. And the one on Arathis got uh, three force damage. Okay. And that is my turn. Um. All right. So, uh, the leader, uh, the main guy, more, more wailing histrionics from it. Um. Uh, Arathis is up. So, well, how does how does Arathis respond to the uh, magic missiles? Is this something he's seen before? Uh, this is like firework night. <laughs> like, I like, I like Yankee Stadium. Like he's. <laughs> I was gonna say. After like extra innings and like a July Fourth, you know, like, <laughs> at the at the post game fireworks, or and you got to have a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I had to have a hot dog. Um, so he's behind the. Yeah, he's behind. He's behind the guy who's attacking him. So the guy doesn't really see him. Um, so just from behind, he's gonna he's gonna slash him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like while he's doing it. At the same time, he's thinking like, "Why can't I go do cool shit like that?" Um, like he's really like he's super jealous right now. Um, so he just swings really hard with his his short sword because that's all he knows how to do. Okay, and that is a twenty thirty twenty. Okay. Ah, that's eight. All right, then he will face step the heck out of there. Towards the actual, no, he's gonna actually face up to the um, to the bar. <laughs> okay, what's he, away? 
just to get away. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you you fade step to the bar and you you pop up right next to the to the barmaid, um, who like you is is really. Uh, she's seen violence before. Like this isn't the first fight that's broken out here. Certainly not the first dead guy. Um, she's seen. Uh, like you though, she's she's charmed by Darwin, um, and is just. I don't want to say like enamored, um, but she's she's feeling a, a certain way. <laughs> I put on my display of magic. <laughs> Your jazz hands. <laughs> I just I just want to note something real quick is that Erethus can't be charmed because he's fey. He just like uh, <laughs> so he allowed that's himself. Wonder, that's to wonderful. Be charmed. Yeah, he he allowed himself to be charmed. Like he felt it coming, so yeah. Felt it coming. Yeah. His body was ready. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's that that conversation, right? Like you'll know when you're ready to be charmed. <laughs> just let it just <laughs> let, let it happen. One day. Just, just let, let it happen. <laughs> you'll be charmed. You'll know it. <laughs> And it'll, and it'll and it'll and it'll be great. <laughs> wow! This is why I don't plan stuff. <laughs> even, even the little bit I had planned. Um. All right. Uh. Uh. Who's next? Um. Uh. Fran. How many? How many are left alive? <laughs> Three. Uh. There, there are three currently left alive. Yeah, um, one of them is pretty beaten up. Uh, the guy, uh, the leader um, guy, he's he's okay. Um, he's taken a few shots. He would have you believe that he's on death's door. Um, the way he's uh, crying and carrying on. Um, um. So there's there's one that's noticeably hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm Fran is going to um, walk like try and well yeah I'll try and walk up to him and and be like uh, like as I'm as if I'm carrying like oh no son are you are you okay um, but I'm gonna he, ha- he has armor yeah so I'm gonna touch his armor and hit and and, and use shocking grasp. All right. Like try and be like, are you okay? Oh no! And like, basically walk up to him and Emperor Palpatine him. Who's gonna say like this is a? Yeah, yep. no, I'm going. I'm I'm trying to murder him, yep. but I also am trying not to draw attention because. Uh, so it's 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 a physical contact. It's not a like forced lightning. It's yeah. the physical contact. Like, are you okay? Why is he? It's oh no, something's wrong. No, it's like a it's like a Joker. It's exactly like, right. That's exactly like, right. It's like a, it's like power. right. He's like he's smoking. Why? <laughs> um. So <laughs> so let's see here. Let's see what happens. Oh no, that's a seven. No, it's an eleven. Eleven hits. Okay, so that's a a six. You said this was the guy who's really hurt. Uh, Oh, do I get? uh, 
Yeah, it's to the guy who's really hurt. And um, I didn't do... Uh, do I, I get advantage on that, right? With... Uh, with since uh, you get advantage on attack roll if his armor is made of metal, which is why I asked. Oh, so I didn't, no, I didn't roll. No, what's it's, that? It's not. It's not metal. Oh, okay, I thought it was okay. Well, never mind. Nope. Um, but you do get the full like electric electrocution effect out of it, right? Yes, I, I sure, I sure do. And and he can't take he he can't take reactions to uh to the start of the next turn. So he's. Either dead or incapacitated at the moment. <laughs> uh, he's incapacitated. Um, we'll even say, say like his his hair is all kind of like, like up and like and and Fran's, and Fran's like looking around like she's looking for help. <laughs> <laughs> like she's trying to help him up, but she's actually just electrocuting him. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. So it's it's their turn. Uh. The the one who is uh not electrocuted and not the boss and says uh hey boss we should probably go right <laughs> this is <laughs> let's get out of here <laughs> <laughs> we should probably go he's snaggle snaggle pussing it <laughs> exit stage left they already killed snaggle puss boss <laughs> <laughs> Possibly heavens to Murgatroyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody got hurt. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> well, well, a reference that only <laughs> men our age <laughs> men of a certain age. Yep. I feel so old right now. It's not oh, I think that's yep. That's the title of of this. This chapter of the campaign is having. I just had to explain to my fiance like two days ago who Snagglepuss was because she's a decade younger than me. And it made me feel so old as I progressed through the conversation. So I'm really feeling this right now. I was thinking about the <laughs> Lap Olympics the other day. I wonder. <laughs> as you do. Oh, yeah. Wacky you understand. Yep. You guys yeah. understand. Motley just snickering in the corner. I could, I could, go, <laughs> I could really go for some Lap Olympics. Like that's what they should replace the Olympics with this summer. <laughs> the Tokyo level. Is there is is there a petition.org? Because I mean Oh, there will be. <laughs> there will be. There will be. Yeah. In the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> um anyway, yeah. If send a, send your favorite Laugh Olympics memories <laughs> to it at strength check on Twitter. Um uh, so the the boss, um, who's who's not, well, I don't know what his name is, um, but he he is like just wailing in pain. It's a it's a wonder that if there's a city guard that they haven't shown up yet because, uh, everybody in a in a mile radius has to hear this guy um carrying on, and he, uh, they they disengage, uh. It's uh it's almost like a tannin gang thing now that I think about it. Um maybe this guy's name is Biff. Maybe his name is Biff Buford. Uh and they it's it's a more violent sort of Biff's car crashing into the fertilizer truck uh kind of kind of ending. Um 
they they disengage um probably with some like you know high school football player like push away kind of thing in the cafeteria just to kind of like save face even though one of their guys just got killed um try to make a, a graceful exit uh uh biff grabs one of your cups of ale on the way out um and and drinks it and then like starts coughing and throws the cup on the floor. Um, do you guys want to pursue them at all? Can we try and do with like intimidation or something to get them to stop, or are they too far, too far out of there? Uh, I guess it depends on how you want to. Like, what do you want to do specifically? Uh, I guess I want to point the cross. I would point my crossbow and say, you know, hold up, or you're going to end up like your buddies over here. Or you one who just got shot in the mouth. Uh okay. Uh roll for it. Twenty-one. Uh they do like the 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 almost like the saved by the bell style, like actual freeze, like <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> in, you can't see my arms. Freeze in <laughs> in mid-stride thing. Um Biff is probably in the in the process of throwing the cup down, but now he has to like stop <laughs> and trying to palm it um <clears throat> the barmaid is is amazed by this um what kind of magic is this she says um so go ahead francisco uh i want them to retrieve my crossbow bolts from me whether they're in them or they're you know the fallen people i want my bolts back and I want them to uh, retrieve them. Uh, yeah. So for another another kind of obscure reference, it's uh, uh, like the scene in Wet Hot American Summer, <laughs> where, where Andy uh, <laughs> aggressively picking up his the stuff he trashed in the lunchroom. Only this time, it's it's a guy. Uh, they. It, two of them have to, the two of them have to work together <laughs> to get it out of their friend. <laughs> um, like you, like you put your hands here, and they kind of have like almost like two guys looking at like talking about a car engine kind of kind of a conversation about like what's the best angle. Um, one of them eventually just puts puts their foot on his forehead, um, and the other one like yanks it out and makes like a gross like <laughs> kind of sound. Um. And, uh, yeah, another one of them has, has one of the bolts still in him. Um, and I feel, uh, I feel like Eric, this would actually jump off the bar and go help them. Yeah. Uh, so how do you want to help? Like the, the one that still has it stuck in him, he like taps him on the shoulder. He's like, I got, I'll help you out. And they literally like just sits there trying to get the, 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 the bolt out of him. <laughs> But he's struggling because he doesn't really like he has like no strength whatsoever. So he's like causing actually more damage by doing that. Yeah. But he's really say. trying to help. He's really trying to help though. Roll a D6. Oh man. <laughs> uh three. Okay. You don't kill him. <laughs> um but this guy's losing a lot of blood now um from this. Um and so uh, Biff 
smart enough to realize that he's, he might be about to lose another guy, uh, pulls out his, his coin purse. Um, and he, he tosses it on the, on the table, uh, in front of Francisco. And he's like, this is all the, the taxes we got. You ought to be able to buy a whole bunch of crossbow bolt, whatever. Come on. Um, and now his, his friend and his now nearly dead friend, <laughs> uh, 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 take off in the in the bag. Uh, you find two silver um, and a lot of copper pieces. Uh, Francisco forgot to take any money when he left, so this is actually pretty helpful <laughs> right now. <laughs> forgot, forgot his wallet on the dresser. <laughs> um. All right. Um. So the the bartender comes out. Oh, Marvin, Marvin comes out and he's like, he, he says to the, the barmaid and, and the bartender, he points at the dead guy and he's like, take him to the bag. You know what to do with him. Um, and they, they dutifully, uh, uh, the bartender picks the guy up under the armpits and, um, the bar, the barmaid tries, she picks up one of his feet and they kind of drag him drag him away and, and Marvin Marvin says to you guys uh, uh, drinks on the house as long as you're in town those guys have been causing a lot of trouble here their taxes and whatnot. but whatever business you got here I would take care of it quick because Biff and his <laughs> Biff and his gang uh, they're kind of dumb, but the people they work for aren't. Who do they work for? Uh, he says, um, the same people everybody around here works for, whether you want to or not. I see. You're not going to cook that guy, are you? No. Okay, good. Just making sure. <laughs> Either way, I'm not eating at this place tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I really thought about <laughs> about working that in. Um so uh to the to the question of uh your your cover story. <laughs> You've Survive your first bar fight. Uh, you have uh, Marvin's. You're you're in Marvin's good graces. Um, do you want to try to work with him to come up with a plan? Do you trust Marvin enough to reveal what you're here to do, or do you just want to talk to Marvin and try to get a lay of the land? Uh, let's try and get a lay of the land. Okay. Well, uh, I. Real quick, should probably officially join the join the party. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Fran, uh, I don't know how much they saw, but but Fran has a completely different demeanor now. So she was playing the very 
you know, very demure, but um, she she sits at the she sits at the table or, or wherever they're at, and she said, "Well, I so much for keeping a low profile, a," and then kind of uh, she she just she had her uh, her little coin or her little token um, just on the in, just the on the inside of her lapel. So like that was possibly the sorriest display of combat I have seen in ages, except for Francisco. I like, I like that. I like that. Uh, so let I say we get a lay of the land before we continue. If if we're gonna survive this, we can't just go around stabbing everything. Much as it might, much fun as it might be. Yeah. We could try. <laughs> uh, so you would, you would recall that um, your your mission here was to to try to, to understand what the Zents are doing, what the Zentarum are up to. Um, not just as far as what happened to the previous uh, franchises that Acking tried to set up here. Um, but there have been rumors uh, that have made it back to the home office that uh, the Zentarum have been acquiring a lot of land um, around the Moon Sea in the vicinity of the Moon Sea. Um, they have uh, allegedly been uh, sort of forcibly evicting farmers from their land and taking over fisheries. Um, and nobody really knows why. And there haven't been refugees for all the rumors that this, all this land is being grabbed up. And um, nobody's really heard from any of the the alleged victims of this. Um, so that that's part of your larger mission is to figure out what the Zentarum are up to here, um, with a a long term goal. I think you would all understand of um, hopefully supplanting the Zentarum and uh, as, as the the power structure in the area. Um, so I think. Uh, for all of your your characters' earnestness about stuff, I think they would all have a at least an appreciation that we won the fight, but we kind of screwed up <laughs> and drew way too much attention to ourselves um, in the in the process. So, uh, Marvin um, gives you the lay of the land. So, um, there's there's plenty of space in Dagger Falls. Uh, business around here has been rough lately. Um, if you guys are are looking to start a business, um, there's plenty of storefronts. Uh, there's some old farmland outside of town that's been abandoned as well. Um, though he looks at he looks directly at Darwin. He's like, I don't know. If you guys are necessarily the farming type, though. You don't really look it. Uh, I do not concern myself with manual labor, and that's what I have. These three, four, and I'm pointed. Charlie, Cletus, Carl. <laughs> none of none of them look especially like uh, laborious. <laughs> you know, they look pretty pitiful. Um, Cletus is is has been drinking a lot by this point, <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, I don't know what. Uh, so it's Charleston or Charlie Cletus and Carl. What's what's Carl been doing? 
Carl is an 18 year old human. He was my friend oh, was, in oh. in magic school, but he flunked out like the first semester. And so, but I but I liked him, so I got him a job with my parents. And they're like, go be his friend full time. <laughs> so he's been laughing um, at everything that Darwin says, whether it's it's funny or not. I'm almost like a hype man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he'd, be like, Darwin. <laughs> he'd be like flexing like yeah I can do manual labor skinny little <laughs> um, so uh, yeah Marvin says there's a lot of a lot of people have left because uh, times has been bad there's a lot of abandoned uh, places outside of town uh, but you guys are doing travel logs, so I don't know what that kind of what that looks like in terms of like we are the premier outdoor adventuring company where you can s- set up your afternoon hike or. Rapids, trip. And if our us. cover story is REI, I'm gonna be really sad. And uh, or 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 very happy. <laughs> We're bound. You see, you see, Wazley just turn and just go. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he says to Marvin, he says, "We'll we'll give you a, a high rating once we figure everything out." Dagger falls. Yelp. <laughs> Darwin is the pitch man for one of those stupid, like, take your troubled youth out of the city. <laughs> An adventure camp. It's so perfect. He would fall for that so hard. Um, yeah. Uh, so you, he's like, oh, an, ad- an adventuring <laughs> business? He's He's never heard of this. You take and, uh, people... It's all the rage in Waterdeep. Wisely just standing there about as still as he can. He's like, it, it's all malleable at this point. <laughs> we have some decisions to make. Um, so when you hear, overhearing this, the, the barmaid, uh, who now in my mind has like a Laverne and Shirley kind of voice. <laughs> I am not going to try and do. Uh, uh, she like looks at Darwin and she is like, you can take me on an adventure? Yes. Um, what kind of, what kind of place do you need for your adventure school? Um, some place with, uh, Kind of a house so we could sleep there as well. Um, but also, like, so we'd live on the top three floors, and then the first floor would be where the uh, business is run out of. Oh, bunk beds. We would need bunk beds. <laughs> Just to be clear, we're a, an adventuring business, and our front is an adventuring business. <laughs> That's that's where we're at with this. That's where I like where this is going. Let's not get too complicated here. That's where you landed. <laughs> so stupid it might work. <laughs> <laughs> is 
is the company motto. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So it when she's so you say the first three floors. So she counts off on her fingers. <laughs> it's like I don't know. If there's any place around here that's got five floors or not. Um. And Marvin says, um, "Oh shoot, let me put something up real quick here." Marvin says, "Well, there's that, there is that temple, but what, what happened to that place?" Um, and we need to know what kind of religion this temple used to be. Um, so I will, I will punt it back to you guys. What, what? Uh, what god do you think used to be worshipped at this temple that she's talking about? Uh, well, at, at the mention of religion, um, wisely, very quiet. So he just kind of moves off to the side for a bit. Well. Jokingly, I would say the Raven Queen. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that was a joke. That was out of character. I know. Um, my for my studies in the Faerun lore, um, if I remember correctly, Lathander is a high uh, god of dagger balls. I like that one, Ange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd imagine, given this area, maybe a, a agriculture god or goddess. Yeah, what is? I know Lathander is like super super positive, but what is Lathander the god of? I can't. There we go. Gods of the multiverse. Creativity, uh, creativity, dawn, renewal, birth, athletics, self-protection, vitality, youth. Yes. Fertility-related ceremonies. Stuff like that. Not a birth and renewal. Road traveling in the sunshine. Um. Lathander could work. There would definitely be some. Uh. The other one's uh, tier. Yeah. Well, I think we could go with Lathander. Um, because I think the Zent would have completely corrupted <laughs> the, uh, any kind of uh, temples to Lathander here, for sure. Giving it a sort of televangelist kind of uh, uh, spin to it. Um, so there, there is that, that temple that burned down, but it's still up. They could go there. Probably nothing in there but rats and dopes like Biff. Wisely <clears throat> uh, uh, just kind of goes not too far from here, is it? A uh, couple miles. Uh, he's just size. I feel like it wouldn't have mattered what the answer was. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's 50 feet. Oh, right across man. the street. A <laughs> 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 couple miles away. Um, the, uh, the barmaid is to Darwin. She's like, you guys going to need any help? 
uh, setting up your adventure in school? Can I get like tuition remission? <laughs> what do you think? And I do need someone to carry one, my bags. One second. Also, how much how much time has elapsed since <laughs> I uh, charmed her? We'll say like fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got plenty of time. Um. What kind of services would you like to provide? Wow, my mom told me never ask questions like that. That's, that's yeah. not forward. <laughs> uh, this turtle man is... I don't know. <laughs> are, all, are, your, are all your kind like this? No, most of my kind are backwood picks, but no, I, I am a fine, I'm, well-raised gentleman. I, I'm a particularly <laughs> licentious turtle. <laughs> um, so if this was a if this was a movie, you would ask that question, <laughs> and she would get this knowing look on her face, and kind of put one arm on the table, and we would cut to them approaching this temple, <laughs> this overgrown section of woods, um, <laughs> with her with her in tow, um. We will leave it to your imaginations <laughs> what uh what misty we'll call her misty a good a good barmaid uh on Randy was right there on the table <laughs> <laughs> yep um what 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 is misty's reaction when the spell eventually wears off? Because it, it's not like friends where they're openly hostile, but if she has, it, it does say she knows, like she might not know that it's yeah. magic, but she knows something's weird that happened to her. Yeah, so uh, she was probably kind of in a perpetual drunken stupor <laughs> working there. Uh, uh, probably uh, she would talk it up to adrenaline, although I don't know that she would know what adrenaline is. Um, she would also, as, as documancer, you would have locked her in um, to a, a contract um, right then and there. Um, I don't think Darwin would care about the ethics of, of signing somebody to a contract while they are under any kind of magical influence. <laughs> Um, you're certainly, uh, paying her more, um, than what she was, what she was getting at the, at the tavern. Um, Marvin, uh, not really in a position to try to make a counteroffer. Um, uh, but getting out there and kind of seeing the state of this, this temple, um, partially collapsed, um, and uh, overgrown, the the woods have trying are, are trying to reclaim it in some places. Um, as uh, as you are approaching um, the temple, though, Darwin, you feel like a scritch in uh, the spell book that you know is the is the documancy um, ledger. Um, and though opening it up, 
um, there is a message in there, um, and you would you would know that this is a way um, for you to uh, kind of communicate directly with uh, home office, whether it's with one of Omen's uh, clones or the Omen drawn or the Secretarian, um, somebody back at home uh, is asking for a. a it just says sit rep. Uh, I would write in there. Um, we hired a local. Uh, we are in the process of setting up a base of operations. We're an outdoor adventuring company as the cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh an ellipses <laughs> appears in response. Just, just, like when you're texting, it's like you're writing, it disappears, then it comes back up again, and it disappears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happens. Um, uh, an outdoor adventuring company. Okay. Um, <laughs> They they write back uh, the your your major domo is in en route uh, and then it says um, it wouldn't it wouldn't say this but this is like the rules way it, it would it would look skilled hireling question mark um, basically like do you do you know who or what kind of person you want to hire um, from the home office. Who do you want them to send out to help with this adventuring? Well, I mean, we have a ranger who could be a lot of the outdoorsman kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a lot of, like, how to start a fire, uh, boxcar racing. Uh, I would say the, the skilled person would, like, since, as you mentioned earlier, we don't really have a rogue um, or someone like that might be useful. Like I can turn invisible, but if I need to pick a lock, yeah. You know. So funny thing being is that <laughs> Erethus does have uh, thieves tools. He does. Oh, okay. Oh, he does. <laughs> I, look, I thought I looked through your stuff earlier. I thought you didn't. No, it's a, yeah. Oh, it, it's there. Do you have proficiency in them? I uh, no. <laughs> Which is the funny part? <laughs> no, no, I do. Have, he, he does. Yeah, he just has an urchin background. Okay, he can jam pieces of metal into this door. He, yeah, so he basically he, like. I mean, Fred has it. a a master key to any door. <laughs> it's called magic. Yes, <laughs> like Erethus has. There's a lot of things that Erethus doesn't know he can do. So this is we're we're going to find these things out. But he actually does have a plus six by the hand. Okay. Um, anything else y'all think we could could use? I'm bored with that. With the Let's room. see. All right. Yeah. Li- yeah. Here. And do you have a uh, your phone near you? Yeah. Have I missed a lot of messages? You might have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So you. Okay. So. So we don't want a rogue. So I think a uh, it seems like a rogue or some sort of bard or healer 
because I've got a little bit. I've got. I've got. How are we on playtesting, by the way? What's the what's the what's the the official stance on our on on stuff that's being playtested? If we have one. Oh, the unearth. Oh, because yeah. Well, the only reason I ask is because uh, it's just something I saw on um, on Beyond. This thing that's it's it's called the Gift of the Metallic Dragon, which is like wings, like spectral wings of protection. Um, so I've got that which you can give to anybody, um, and I've got cure wounds, and that's about it. So. If we, I don't know, I don't know what anybody else has, but I'm all yeah. We can use any of the stuff from Unearth Arcana that you okay. want. Okay, yeah, it me, is. It's Unearth. Yeah, just let me just send like DM it to me. I guess I'm on Twitter, so I just so okay. I know what it is. Okay, I'm, I'm so far behind on on looking at that stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely. Got, so we definitely need a healer. So. Just no. in thinking, yeah. in thinking about it, we may want someone to help us not die. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Medic. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the skilled hireling. Okay. All right. I have, <laughs> I have two characters I can send. Uh, <laughs> You're not gonna like either of them. <laughs> to help you out. No, I had a, I had a good sense that one of them was gonna show up. Um. Not the other. <laughs> um, I will. I will brainstorm some of it. Um, but uh, so you get there, and uh, the temple is in is in rough shape. Um, uh, Darwin's people, and uh, now with with Misty, who is not really accustomed to outdoor work, um, she, but she's she's going to learn to love it. She says. Um, they start uh, clearing away um, at least some of the the overgrowth. Um, I, I think they 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 would probably all have um, some sort of of knives, um, axes, machetes, whatever. They don't know how to use them as weapons necessarily. Um, but Cletus would have his claws. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, do you guys want to explore the temple at all? Um, or figure out where the bunk beds are going to go? Claim your rooms? Definitely need to find out where the bunk beds are. Yeah, I suppose given the, the temple a bit of a, a look through, um, make sure nobody's here. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you step through um, part of uh, a place where the wall is collapsed, and you can see like there are a few campfires that have been there, but they're they're all long. Um, the camps are all long dead or long abandoned. Fires long dead. Um, uh, some animal bones around. Uh, at least in in that part of the temple, it it seems pretty safe. Um. And I think probably important for all of you, um, the the ceiling is is okay. Um, there, it doesn't appear to be in any danger of immediate collapse. Um, though none of you are uh, masons or 
have any experience with that, I don't think. Um, but it, it seems it seems safe. You give it the uh, you know the suburban dad once over. You know, it looks good. Kind of uh, kick it a couple of times. Wisely, <laughs> uh, just kind of like we should reinforce these walls. Okay. Um, I'd like to propose one of those 80s movie fixer-upper montages where we all have some hijinks and maybe a paint fight or something like that as we clean it up. (laughs) Paint fight. Yeah, um, totally. And uh, so so you guys are are working on it. um, And your your help (laughs) arrives um, uh, via portal and and this is something that Arathis would have been called upon to assist with um we'll skip the whole message and, and everything um Arathis, uh you help create a portal um to bring in an uh an elderly cleric uh from home office um he is uh decked out in uh lathander we'll call it memorabilia <laughs> does he have a foam does he have a foam finger <laughs> he has a, a lathander uh home jersey <laughs> <laughs> number one on the chest nice. like a hockey jersey name on the back um uh foam finger for sure backwards hat <laughs> uh the limited edition um lathander jordans nice <laughs> Right, this is a good pun. Um, <laughs> at, at some point in this process, I would have summoned my familiar. So, and what is your there. familiar? Uh, it is an owl, or it's taking the form of an owl. Okay, I have not thought of a name for them yet, so okay. I will think on that. Uh, yeah, the owl is is uh, feasting <laughs> on. On the the animals that have been uh, living in the temple, um, the the cleric's name is Talleyrand. Talleyrand. Oh shit! <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah, I had. To, he was he was going to be in this. I had a I had a sense that he would pick Lathander, uh, that we would end up someplace like this, and Talleyrand would be making a comeback. Uh, Talleyrand, by every appearance. Uh, is a, a very devout. He can talk the talk, we'll say. Um, but basically, as soon as he gets there, um, he's like, uh, "Where's the bar? <laughs> where, where, where is? What's we have a, like a kegerator situation? What, what's going on?" Um, and he is uh, ogling Misty pretty severely. Um, playing him true to the real Talleyrand. Uh, the the hireling you've gotten, uh, the skilled hireling you have is a dwarf. Uh, he has a mohawk. Uh, his his loot uh, has flames painted on it. Um, very wary of coming through the portal. Um, 
His name is Glonzo Glitterguts. He's kind of, he's, you may recognize it as, uh, uh, what song would he be playing on the lute for his entrance? Uh, The KKK took my baby away. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Blonzo is a punk rock bard. Um, who's he will be a good healer for you. Uh, he will be good at any sort of uh fireside entertainment in his his own unique way. I mean, teaching camp songs is part of outdoor. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. He has yeah uh a, an encyclopedic. <laughs> catalog um from something called uh 1980s punk rock (laughs) 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 to to entertain you all with um uh (laughs) but he and and so like bonzo's there and and one of you asks him to kind of appraise because all dwarves know about stone and masonry um appraise the building and he looks at it and he's like I guess I'm going to crash over here. Um, and he, he goes deeper. So is Jack Black from school of rock. <laughs> the one time I got to play Glanzo here, um, when I had a group here, uh, the party turned on him. <laughs> <laughs> because, and the way I played him, I loaded up, uh, like a punk station on my phone. Um, to blast whenever Glanzo had to play something and so he just started they were trying to sneak through a tunnel and Glanzo started to jam and I put on Iggy Pop <laughs> and they destroyed his lute but he had summon, <laughs> he had summon instrument so they smashed his lute and he just like <laughs> like Thor just called another lute <laughs> and that was yeah. I, I was surprised we didn't get uh, who was the NPC that ran Death by Chocolate Barnabas. Oh yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get a Barnabas. I thought about having Barnabas come back as well. Um, he still may. I I can't. I don't know that Barnabas would work for. <laughs> I think. Uh, but if we can find a, a a a chapter of this story where you have to compete in some kind of food competition, uh, like we did for the lost PhD and D episode, uh. Maybe Barnabas will come back. <laughs> we shall see. Um, if you're listening to this still and you want to know more about Barnabas, uh, a lot, <laughs> lot of uh, Barnabas action in the early days of Strength Check. Um, best NPC I've ever made on the fly. So uh, we have a temple. We have a cover story. Uh, you have your, you have one unskilled hireling. You have a skilled guy. You have uh, your familiars are all there. Um, is there anything else you want to accomplish um, in this in this clean up team building montage the, the volleyball scene uh, well throughout the, the whole montage I guess Wisely's just been like working on one spot mm-hmm. been pacing like to the middle like getting the eye line at the wall like trying to visualize something mm-hmm 
then going back and fixing up the same spot and doing it over and over again. Yep. And so that's where we'll end. So it's a good time. We had a bar fight. <laughs> uh, some of us got to have alcohol for the first time. And that was a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> uh, figuratively and literally. I mean, talk about when the charm spell wears off. <laughs> Rath is learning about a hangover tomorrow. Um, oh, he would have sweat a lot of it out, I guess. Um and then we, we pan over and wisely uh, off in a, in a section of the temple um, almost almost obsessively kind of cleaning and adjusting and cleaning and adjusting uh, the same section of uh, a wall um, in uh, an abandoned uh, room. And it flashes and it says lost on the screen and we <laughs> go to next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs>